And welcome back. It's been just a hot minute to the boys of the Golden Throne. I know you've missed us. You've wanted us. We're back here. Uh, it's going to be me, Brown Warrior, Tail Breeze. We've got big Joe Dick, John West here. Say hi to them. And we have a fill-in for the the busy otter himself, AJ. And we got Eric Prospero Brooks here. What up? <laughs> As he comes in with his calm demeanor. <laughs> well, I like to call him Prospero Burns in our chats here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you can't put his real last name into his his internet tag. Son of a bitch. <laughs> that, that's just too convoluted. <laughs> yeah. You're mixing too many bodies here. But yeah, uh, it's been a long time. Well, it's due to COVID and life, yeah. uh, it got really busy for all of us. Everyone's yep. trip switched either, well, other than AJ, but like I'm switching careers. John has leveled up his career. Yep. Uh, yep. Other parts yeah. of life. Last time you were on specifically, Teo, uh, like that's the thing. So me and, me and AJ, we recorded in the summer. Mike off. We did just like kind of a impromptu surprise recording i believe we were at his house i think there was hot dog water involved um there may or may not have been a lot of drinks in the sun in the backyard but yeah like since you've been on i don't even know how long it's been. do you it's been a while like I, my my life has been, it's been a year my god it's been a year at least jesus jesus that's jesus been... yeah man so like we're going to get into hobby talk today, and you guys got a whole doozy of things to hear about. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I'm going to try to condense it. We don't want to come back after so long. Be like, here, guys, enjoy your seven-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. We like to call this, so we normally call this hobby talk, but in this week, it's called Brown Town. Charging battery. Oh, We're gonna, I'm going to take you to Brown Town. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so yeah. yeah, we're gonna get into it, and then we have some ideas that we're gonna talk about for the future. Um, and we're gonna talk a little bit about all the new releases Forge World has done, and the excitement yeah. we have from all that. Uh, talk a little bit about these like mission packs they've been coming out with, like the new, like uh, the, the new different rules for the same units. I guess you would say. Yeah, the new special units that are kind of like just Forge World putting out individual rules that don't have to be attached to books. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and exactly. Then, uh, and then Eric and John are going to talk about Titanicus because I don't know fuck about that. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a little chat. <laughs> yeah, a little chitty chat. Just to catch you guys up to about up to date about what we're all doing. Um, not, not, not a big stuff today, just a getting back in the flow of it we're just yeah. we're we're cozying back up we're like a we're like a shitty ex-boyfriend that's now giving you the wids late at night <laughs> exactly yeah we're not really dependable we're not we're not at a regular yeah we're not on a but, regular uh schedule but, but, we, but we're trying we'll to show up when it behooves us <laughs> <laughs> we're the booty call boys tonight baby 
Yes. Except, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so, yeah, we'll uh, get back to you in just a moment. Wop, 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 wop. <laughs> And welcome back. We've got, we're going to get deep diving into some hobby talk that's probably going to wreck your souls a bit. Because I know people have been talking about being productive over COVID, and some people are, and some people aren't. So we'll get to see out of us three who has been and who hasn't. Because I, <laughs> I know John went on some tirades of repainting for her bit classic job. yeah yeah that was like not like since the last time we've recorded way less so but yes <laughs> yeah yeah uh nope. and then i fluctuate quite as well depending on life and eric just yeah. keeps trucking doing not a whole lot consistently exactly <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> little spurts you know little spurts, little spurts. Yeah. but your painting has gotten primo ballerino okay. insane like your skin tone? Oh. Love that my skin. Kiss that booty. Completely insane. I'm going to have it, to ask you for some tips when I'm painting Malgahurst. Right? 100% serious about right? that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we'll get into it. Uh, do we want to... You know what? I think we should we should tickle a little foreplay with Eric, go on a little bit of a meet with John, and then go straight to Brown Town for the last. Ooh. Finishing big and girthy. Finishing big and girthy. Yeah. So, Eric, what have you been up to? What have you been dingling on? Like you said, not much at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, it comes and goes. Uh, I need shit like to do. Like we, I need events. I need things to make me paint, or else I find very little inspiration. And uh, obviously, we have not had much other than our little summer get together, which was quite hot. That was fantastic. Yeah. Maybe want a hot tub so bad. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. But yeah, that was like the well, that was the last big thing in terms of 30k that I had any drive for. Which even though I didn't play yeah. 30k, I played Titanicus. But I got me paint. <laughs> so that's what. That's what. Yeah. Because most of the spring and over the uh, like into like the previous winter, there wasn't much going on, uh, hobby wise anyway. So. That was that was good. That made me. I got the new. Um, what do you call it? The big dick Titan, the Warmaster. The Warmaster. The Warmaster. Yeah. Got that bitch painted up as fast as possible. It looks that sick event. as hell. Thank you. Which was. Uh, yeah, we played together, right? Yeah, yeah we, we played on the same team. Yeah, that was awesome. We had a game where you had a Warmaster and I had three Warlords. It was like a big dick energy kind of game. That game awesome. took you guys literally all day. That was all yeah, it was good. a big game. Yeah, I had like game. three games of Heresy and two of them <laughs> yeah. 4K or yeah. higher. In I think it was uh, 2,500 points a player and it was a 2v2, so it was 5,000 points each. It was a big That's game. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely a game that slows down, I feel. Well, plus we hadn't played in so long, so we're all yes. rusty. And I was also, I was making cocktails for an entire... <laughs> 20 people or whatever so i was like <laughs> randomly leaving like oh i need to make like 10 cocktails i'll be back <laughs> sure. it was good though. it was good it was great yeah but yeah that got me at least that had me something to work for like work on for titanicus so like i was able to get that big guy done and then i started doing a bunch of rebasing on my titanicus because i initially just did 
very ba well, not rebasing, but uh, base pimping because I initially just did really basic, uh, like kind of a cement gravel. Get him ready, kind of thing. Yeah, just using the you know the texture shit, and then just just for who who is this Titanicus? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, this is for Titanicus. Yeah. So that was stuff okay. I was working on, kind of leading up to that summer uh, little event we did. So I just started going back. Like I was taking like the old epic ruins and adding those to the bases, and then Ezra, massive pimp, printed out a whole bunch of uh, epic scale models for me. So I was oh painting up God, these like, little so mini cool. Emperor's Children dudes to throw on the bases and tanks and stuff. Which I still have to finish that off. I haven't really gone back since because I wanted to go back and redo all of the Titan bases that I had. Or not Ezra's base is like stuff up like your like your heresy stuff. You're that pink. Yeah, similar. Obviously, you can't go quite as uh, uh, detailed with epic, but like the same yeah. kind of bright pink and a little bit of gold. Cool. But it added a nice little so pop cool. on those dark bases, so it was pretty cool. So awesome. But then, uh, as far as 30k, that's just been a fucking ghost town. There's nothing happening over there. Dead game. For me. Uh, but the main thing I've been working on mostly is Necromunda. Since we we had a campaign start and finish over the summer, we did like a, kind of like a set end date so we could actually, we, you know, it's not something that will just drag on for months kind of thing, so we know we could get everyone on board, play it, and finish it off. So we did yeah. one the start of the summer which was uh being run by steve uh hobby dad oh yeah Instagram, the big sexy steve oh yeah big pimpin that was great so we had also a and it, he has a i just want to say this really quick he has a gorgeous uh legio uh Volterax force that he's working on which is incredible yeah so yeah he sorry uh, continue no, that's okay he uh, he ha ran that campaign for us over the summer, so that was good. Got me. I painted up a whole new gang for that. I'm just doing chaos cult because I had all these random chaos wardrobe stuff laying around. So that was cool. Got those all painted up, and then we started a new campaign again uh, in October, start of October. This one being run by Adrian, another one of the Necromunda dudes who's a massive pimp as well. So we were we're still amid all that. I think we still have a couple more weeks. We're gonna end it. Like, right I mean, a couple weeks before Christmas will be the end of the campaign. So that one's still going strong, which got me uh, painted up an entire Delac gang for that. So that's been Damn. that's been good. Got that all finished. But other than that, uh, not a whole Have lot. you ever played with AJ Necromunda? Yeah, we played a few games here and there. But uh, obviously he's now completely off the grid out there yeah. somewhere. Hopefully one yep. day. He, he painted up a, his... I think he got his Cawdor gang all painted up and everything. Pretty sure. Oh, okay. Nice. He's, I don't... Yeah, yeah I have, I'm have. i not really, like... Because I just don't follow the Necromunda stuff as well as much. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he was getting really hard into it back when it was all starting to, like... The game was starting to pick up. Um, it was kicking off, yeah. Life got in the way. But hopefully yeah. one day he can jump back in. It'd be sweet. Oh, Yeah. It's nice to have a, a campaign system kind of game to play, you know, where you have your weekly game and meeting with everybody. Yeah. It's really nice. It adds, it helps. Fantasize about that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I love the know, idea of that. There's there's no crossover, which is strange, between, like, the 30k guys and the Necromunda guys. There's almost no crossover, which I thought is kind of weird. But everybody's, like, just such a big hobby pimp and everything. It's weird. Like, they're all... Yeah, there should, there should be. But... I, I think the reason there isn't is because Necromunda's so skirmish compared to the massive army size that is 30k. 
yeah yeah it's different for sure i'm not too surprised we have a, haven't got into it but what it seems like some of them are maybe crossing into uh, titanicus as well a little bit so like that to me is still 30k in a sense oh, yeah. even though it's a different game it's like so uh, titanicus is the gateway drug yeah it kind of feels like that in a way yeah because it's just like it's like a taste of that setting you know but it's also way more accessible um as a game i think overall it's yeah. a lot easier to get into obviously and cheaper as well so but they, yeah like, all three games share so much i think uh spirit like yes of just like i can see that narrative and beer and pretzel style gaming like they're not perfect games so yeah you can abuse them if you really wanted to but most people but people generally in the community yeah yeah people kind of get that that's like not the point of the game yeah Which overall is great, so. yeah i love that but yeah so that's been uh that's been the last little while just working on necromunda stuff i just keep building and painting random ass models to you know because obviously necromunda at this point has a ridiculous amount of content and just like all this little extra shit you can throw in so i'm always building up models for that and that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't really done too much. Oh, other than 3D printing has been the other big thing, uh, which I got into. Damn. I bought Steve uh, from Necromunda. I bought his 3D printer off of him because he upgraded to a resin printer. So I bought his uh, oh, wow. plastic printer, uh, like PLA printer off yeah. of him. Yeah, which is great for terrain. It's actually yeah. way better for terrain. Yeah, like you buy resin to do, you know, like models, like like figures, and then you get one of these basically to do mass terrain. And you could do terrain on the other one as well, but it's the cost adds up there because you use it a lot. It's not cost effective, no. No, good for like some of the um, Titanicus stuff that uh, uh, what's his name, German guy, forget them, blanking. Grimdark. Uh, yeah. Bronco fish. Yeah, yeah, Bronco, Bronco. Bronco. Um, like his. Rudolph. Awesome for Listener. Hi, Rudolph. Hey, man. But um, yeah. So that was that's been a whole other fucking hobby on its own which is also a pain in the ass when shit does not work uh yeah which took a while i kind of gave up over the summer because a it's hot as shit when it prints because it kicks off a lot of heat and it was hot enough yeah anyway i've heard that it stinks too doesn't it no resin does resin stinks uh pla is fine oh um okay but i recently got back into it like last couple months finally got all my problems sorted out and now I kind of just have a steady stream of uh, printing going. So I'm slowly printing out a ZM table is essentially what I'm awesome. working on now for that. Which will work Eric's for like games, got the so. forges lit. Yeah. But yeah, that's, uh, that's about it for me. Cool. What about you, John? What have you been uh, dabbling on? Um, yes. My progress has been, I would say, very mediocre, but it's been picking up in the last um, couple months, I guess. I was, like, dead. Honestly, heresy for me, much like Eric was saying earlier, was sort of like a dead game. That's an exaggeration. But it was just like, ah, I'm going through a phase where I'm into other stuff and I don't have time for this, and I'm just not going to commit to trying to paint stuff when I feel uninspired. So I spent the last six months really since i started my new job not playing it not a lot of attention to heresy but yeah two months ago i kind of picked it up a little bit and honestly i've been just i've been somewhere between heresy and titanicus 
where like I'm really hard on Titanicus right now. It's honestly I really want to be playing Titanicus all the time. I'm like I would love to be having playing one game a, uh, a week if I could. So I've been actually sort of trying to finish off all of what I have built and what I own. So yeah, over the last two months, I built. Um, I'm currently working on a Warbringer Titan. I'm building it. Uh, I or made a Forge World order a few months ago, uh, about two months ago now, and I ordered the new uh, Sons of Horus Praetor, the uh, new Asterisk uh, Titanicus Knight. And a Gatling Blaster for my Warlord. So I built the Asterisk and the Gatling Blaster for my Warlord. Um, so I'm kind of stoked because now I've got my last sort of uh, Acastus-style knight uh, in possession. So I don't plan on getting really any more Acastus knights. And honestly, I don't really plan on getting much more for Titanicus at this point. Um, I've kind of got almost everything I want. So... Uh, just before I got that Asterisk Knight, though, I painted my second uh, Porphyrion for Titanicus, which I've been putting off forever. It's been kind of half done. So I did all the, like, the actual detail work. I had the airbrushing done on it, so I did everything else on it, matched it up with my 30K-style one. So now I've got double Porphyrions painted for Titanicus. And then at the same time I was doing that, I've been working on these two Warhounds that I had partially completed. So I basically have two Warhounds right now that are uh, they're at a point where all they need is the weathering and the details like lenses and stuff like that picked out and then they're done. Um, and then, yeah, so like I said, I was saying, I built that Warbringer is on its way. So basically for Titanicus, I'm getting pretty close to like, it's my focus right now. And I really want to just get these uh, last few things done. And then I'm probably going to move back to my Sons of Horus because I've been putting them off for a long time. But yeah, I'm at a point right now where I'm just kind of polishing off the last of my Titanicus. I'm hoping to have it done in the next couple, maybe next month or two here. And I've been basically finishing off the last Reaver. It's the first Reaver that I painted. Um, just getting it pin washed and going to weather it to the to the level, quality level, the rest of my stuff. Uh, finish off these two last Warhounds, and then basically most of my time hit Titanicus is done at that point. Then I just have like a couple of Knights and uh, a Warbringer to, to to build and paint. And then I'm going to move over to my Sons of Horus so I can paint my new uh, Praetor there. Um, but I also ordered Malgahurst, and I have a couple other characters that I ordered. So I'm going to try to paint them kind of all in the same batch, but I'm also going to sort of update my painting style for characters a little bit with them because now my painting is kind of stepped it's up improved. a little bit of a level yeah, yeah so i'm gonna I'm, I'm sort of like looking at the the praetor is going to be sort of like a test bed for trying to up my level a little bit i'm going to try and appreciate it a little bit and i'll be painting scratches onto him and stuff like that trying to make them look really detailed probably doing a little bit more work with highlighting and the metallics um because it's such a cool model so i really want to just kind of go all out on it um, yeah, and then other other than that, like, really, um, I haven't been painting that much, so I'm just starting to get back on the paint train, but me and James uh, Plumber's Crack, we went up to the Spire about a month ago, and that was awesome. That was more like three weeks ago, actually. It was freaking awesome. Uh, I brought 4,000 points of Sons of Horus. He brought uh, his Dark Mechanicum, had a big game against... Uh, 
the beauty himself, Ray. And I had a big game against uh, Cam. And it was like really, really, really fun. I basically just drank bourbon all day and played played 30K, super fluffy, super fun game. Uh, me and Cam sort of planned our armies around each other. We're like, Cam was going to bring his uh, Blood Angels. He's going to bring a drop list. And I decided that I would bring this like really heavy mechanized Sons of Horus list that was sort of like, it had a falchion in it and it had some like, it was kind of like a gunline army. So we had this idea of like, okay, let's play this, these lists that are very, very like <laughs> counter to each other. Like, my list looks like it's supposed to basically be marching through a, a large desert on its way to like fight in a frontline battle. And the Blood Angels list is sort of like it's ambushing my list. So yeah, it was really cool. We got some awesome pictures. Um, and it was like a pretty hard fought game. Cam kind of did the best that he could, but in the end I ended up winning because it just, it just, his reserve rolls were so bad that like, he just kind of kept having stuff like come down one unit at a time. But, uh, yeah, it was an awesome game. We got some really cool pictures. Um, and one picture in particular, uh, I had a guy from one of the Facebook groups that I'm in. He, um, did it up with, uh, photoshop and made it look like a fucking full-on forge world picture which is really cool and it's actually like kind of one of the coolest things i've ever like it's the coolest picture i have of any of my heresy stuff like super stoked um yeah so that was really fun and then uh yeah other than that i've just been i've been getting through mortis slowly which is really good i have to say like it's a slow burn of a book uh, but there's some awesome, awesome shit in it. And like, it has, I will say like, Perturabo has always, not always, but like, there's multiple books that I've enjoyed him in because he's an interesting character um, in a very sort of autistic way. <laughs> he's like a very strange, like... Mike on. Uh, yeah. He's just a really like he's hard to get along with sort of but he has a really interesting motivations and in this book i think he really 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 shines i think this book is like basically made so much better for portorabo it's great and also the the titan stuff is awesome and i think they do a really cool job of making mortis seem really imposing and they make you uh definitely like there's not a lot of mortis characters in it but well, there's no Mortis characters in it, but they do a really good job. Yeah, exactly. It's like kind of weird at first, but it's mostly from the loyalist perspective. But they do a really good job of making Lord Mortis seem like very imposing, and you understand why they're like the most feared legio. Basically, right away when they show up, it's like, oh, okay, that's why these guys are like the most infamous infamous legio. Um, but yeah, really cool. I'm, all, I'm about two-thirds of the way through it, so I'm still kind of working my way. I can't wait to talk to you about full spoilers, Eric, because I know that you're uh, a fan of it as well. Yeah, it's really, it was quite good. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, and then the last thing uh, is I got the new trader book for Titanicus, which is uh, fucking... I'm really happy about it. I kind of 
it's got like everything in it. It's got the updated, it's got a lot of like updated, uh, stuff like, uh, uh, stratagems and stuff like that. It has demon Titan rules, which is really fucking cool. Like I can't wait to take, uh, some demon upgrades on my princeps and stuff like that. Like now I can really play my mortis Titans the way that I sort of imagine them to some extent, uh, have them more nurgly <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, really cool book. I don't know, like, I guess we can talk a little bit more about that later, Eric. But I know that yeah. I think did you did you get that book as well? Uh, I haven't picked it up yet. No, but oh, you've heard. Because, the might want to save that for a different episode then. Yeah, we can always do it. Yeah, that's a good later on. Yeah, totally, totally. But yeah, I will just say this: it's cool, and uh, yeah, it also slightly altered Mortis's rules to make them a tiny bit better, which is nice. So I'm I'm pretty 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 happy with it overall. Inferior, and that is my hobby. What's that? It's an inferior, inferior and still nice and OP. Perfect. <laughs> no nerf. Perfect. <laughs> no nerf needed. <laughs> nice. Okay, yeah. well, we've gone through Eric. Now I think we're gone. ready for Brown Town. <laughs> now we're going to Brown Town. So, uh, it's been very different in the eyes of Heresy up in Anaimo. We've got three new players. Uh, and maybe awesome. fourth coming out, and we play pretty much every week. God damn! Like multiple games. So, awesome. uh, so because of that, uh, my heresy boner has been just rip roaring. Um, but there's like other things on top of that. Uh, we're also starting a blood blow league. Ooh. And if if you've played blood bowl, you know blood bowl. Not much to talk about. It's probably the stupidest game ever, but it's a lot of fun. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. But so we started a Blood Bowl League, which has been fun. We got some terrible trophies to give away at the end of the season. I uh, paid for these STLs of these big old stadiums, which would be really cool to print off. But uh, yeah, awesome. that's a little bit of the Blood Bowl stuff. Uh, it's hard to get stock for it, unfortunately. It's like a lot like of from the store? Yeah. It's hard to find uh, teams to buy. It's okay. Like, is in you can't get them to order it in, or it's just they don't stock it offhand. They don't stock it because because it's a it's 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 probably even more niche than Titanicus. Yeah, right. it's, it's the same yes. method as yeah. Titanicus and uh, yeah. Necro, where it's it's like they have plastic kits on GW Core's website. Yeah, but. Yeah, right. like all the GW. I know all a lot the of the stores, stores don't problems, order it. So. Yeah, so right. it's really hard to get stuff. So a lot of guys are like grounding different websites to be like, "Oh, I got it!" and like they'll order it immediately just to make sure they have it for the teams that they're playing. Okay. Yeah. So our our league is starting up next next month, so pretty soon here, um, and then that's going to be quite ridiculous. Uh, but for Heresy, um. It's funny enough, I started a complete new army. Shock. <laughs> shocker. <laughs> Big shocker. Uh, so now I've got like 4,500 points of solar auxilia. Uh, that's so that Jesus. Yeah. So uh, I... that was a project that I was like thinking about doing. And then just like because we got all these new people – uh, orders just kept coming up, and I kept just throwing like one unit on an order with everybody. 
And yeah. then I ended up being like, oh, I've got a bunch now. I was like, oh, okay, I'll just do the last plunge and order all my tanks and stuff. But That's really cool. Oh, man, I'm so – finally, we're going to have a solo Exilio player. Sorry, I just had to say that. Like, No, exactly. That, that was So when we were playing cause these new players, I was really like, I don't need to play a good ar- – like, I don't need to play a strong army or whatever. I think I need to play yeah. just a completely different army to, like, showcase a different part of the game. And and really allow people to utilize weapons that just don't really get a lot of play. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Like well, and imagine weapons like Volkai, Jesus. Yeah, oh. it does not feel yeah. great. <laughs> yeah, um, and I imagine like they seem like they're kind of middle of the road, like because they seem like they can be really powerful. They can. Like, so the list I've been running is the Solar Exilius Stormhammer, which is bonkers, by the way. Uh, yeah, and then it's like six Lehman Russ or eight Lehman Russes and then some infantry and an Aegis defense line. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so that Aegis probably helps a lot, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's 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 pretty it, it helps a ton. because uh, yeah, your guys just they just can't take hit. Like a heavy bolter is terrifying to Solar Ox. Well, in a game that's also just like a massive number of guns, right? Like, yeah, forty k has like ten man tactical squads. Like, thirty k has like twenty man bolter squads. Like, there's so much volume of fire that well, uh, just don't get we have far. a new imperial fist player, and he takes a uh, heavy bolter, heavy support squad, Ooh. and it does yeah. pretty well against marines because imperial fist was hitting on twos, winning on threes. Yeah, but then yeah. he played against the Solar Ox. He's like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> <laughs> Hitting yeah, on twos, wounding on twos, and if I'm out in the open, oh. I don't get a save. Oh god! <laughs> when heavy bolters hit like plasma guns. Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah, intense. that that doesn't feel great. But again, it's it's so much armor fourteen with all those land raiders, yeah. uh, all those Lehman Russes, as well as they can take fast attack uh, Lehman Russes that have outflank. Yeah, they can't have side sponsons though, right? No, nothing. Uh, the only tanks that have sponsons in Solar Ox are the Malkador and the Super Heavies. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't realize it was that. Uh, None of the Lehman Russes can take any sponson weapons. Crazy. But they do come with an auxilia drive, right? And, and they, they have, all have like a six up invuln or something. Is that they have a six up invuln against all blast weapons? All right, weapons. right, yeah. including the storm hammer, including the storm hammer, which also has ten hall points, I think, right, instead of nine, because it's like uh, a heavier it's, armored. It's, yeah, it's heavier armor, uh, and if you take it a tank commander, you can either you can give it tank hunter, and it has, it's got its main cannon, yeah. which is really good. It's a uh, strength nine, AP two, shred, massive blast. Yeah, that all then hurt. it's got. Double battle cannon, so two five-inch strength eight AP three. Yeah, and then eight las cannons coming at weird angles. Like <laughs> I don't really know how like you aim them, but yeah, that's yeah. pretty wild. Yeah, and then if you give it the tank commander, which you're obviously going to give it, uh, you can give it tank hunter. Yeah, that makes it. And the Way scary more. thing is the the uh, tank commander makes it so it can overwatch. Right. 
So you can overwatch yeah. a ballistic skill two with eight last cannon shots. Yeah, that's not bad. The last cannons I would tank hundred period is like actually pretty yeah. like uh, but the other thing is also hitting on fours and threes with your elite units makes shooting a lot harder. Yeah. But you get <laughs> like the solar augs get like a lot of upgrades. Like I, I only read into them a couple like it was like a year ago, I kinda like dug into them a little bit. It's like you can get strength for las guns with certain upgrades, but I think they're also range thirty 30 right yeah like so they their main last range, range and... 30 but you can like blaster charge your uh your last rifles so if you blast right. charge they become 18 inch range and their strength six jesus but if you that's roll one upgrade or that's something you can just do it's an upgrade like, like for can... uh, yes yeah, so it's like 20 point upgrade for uh, a last rifle section and you can do it as many mm -hmm. times as you want but anytime you roll a one that guy doesn't have a gun anymore. <laughs> wow. So that's like the anti... I guess that would be what they were using in that... Uh, against the Mechanicum in that one... Yeah, they're just... They're essentially just book. like taking their like uh, power packs, ramp, like smashing right. the charge button on it, and be like, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah, okay. That's Until their gun melts. Fuck, I didn't know they were strength six. That's yeah. wild. It goes up to strength uh, And then six. they're still rapid fire? No, it's one shot at strength six. I see. Okay. That's interesting, though, because then you can kind of like, yeah, you could kind of take down stuff like uh, uh, Castle Axe and shit, then. You can start threatening more things than you think. Uh, and, yeah. But it is funny because, but like, again, you put them in each defense line, take ammo dumps, you're rerolling those ones at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, other things that kind of wacky, like the Power Axe unit is way more threatening than you think. Is it? Because it's only like a hundred something points for thirty power axe attacks. Ooh. Right. So, yeah. like, say a Terminator squad walks up, you could send yeah, for ten guys into that. Terminators. Yeah, yeah. Because you're gonna hit Terminators at the same time. Really hate so. it because, like, you know you're gonna die, but yeah. we're striking at the same time, and I'm gonna have yeah technically thirty one weapon skill four strength four power axe attacks. Yeah, totally. And you're yeah. whatever you're hitting them the same as they're hitting as they're hitting like regular Marines, those Terminators. Yeah. So yeah, you've just got so many weight of attacks. That's yeah. funny. You're gonna die, but you're gonna take a bunch of Terminators out, and you're just gonna win over like the points trade. Yeah, like we did some like we did some statistics. Uh, if you have like a a Premark, uh, Death Star, I've, so say if you have like a twelve hundred point or a eight hundred point Death Star with your Primark and a Terminator squad. Yeah, that's eighty. That's eighty dudes with axes. Yep. Yeah, they kind of. They <laughs> it reminds me of those rending, uh, fucking those zombies. Yeah, you could get from militia that would just eat Terminator units for like <laughs> no points. Like it's not that bad, but it's just like very comparable in a way it's just like their their lethality to armor is so good my god what they are yeah and so oh, uh wait it's just they're just different it's a very different way of playing uh and then obviously all the lehman russes are like i take i have three of the plasma executioners right which are cool uh but and the and the patterns i did so i did this solar auxilia uh lehman rust bodies 
but then I took the Armageddon Ryza uh, turrets. Oh, cool. They so the Le- look closer at those. The best looking Lehman Russes I've ever seen. Cool. Because I have some standard ones that I'm, they're going up against, and they just they're so much better looking. The the standard ones are really lame looking. They're so derpy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Solar Ox is now in our meta, which has been fine. I expanded on my Iron Warriors, so now like I've got my old Iron Warriors, which is just like the Breacher Squads walking up with some Dreadnoughts and stuff. But now I have like fifty Terminators. Oh yeah. So Damn. I yeah. And so I did. I built got a Terminator new Terminator Soul. unit too. Yeah, they got a new Terminator, so I'll probably make some of those as well. So. Uh, yeah, I think the Iron Warriors are like at like six or seven thousand points now. Damn. Uh, I got double Typhon. Damn. Yeah, if I want to feel Living like the dream. Copies. Yeah, so double Typhon. I've got uh, like four Iron Circle. Of, oh, and I've been taking, I bought, I got a bunch of box dreads and I've been doing a Mortal Factor with five box dreads. Yes, I have seen this in action. It's pretty it, awesome. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, giving all of them shred in combat is just you're consistently getting so many power fist attacks. It's nice to see like a context or box dreads are actually like not terrible on the table, too. Yeah, like, uh, well, they got their update, so they have more attacks and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, they have like I think three base attacks. So if you, yeah, they have three base, yep. So double fist yep. and charge, that's five attacks per. Yeah, totally. And their weapon skill well, five. It's, it's just like that weight of numbers thing where you're like, okay, yeah. like because when they're an individual, they're like, okay, it's 120 points and it's very easy to immobilize. But when you have like four of them or five of them in a fucking <laughs> unit, it's just and like, they, and, and they've got a five unit. up. Yeah, they get the five yeah. up, feel the pain. Exactly. You're like, yeah, that's a lot to deal with. Like, even at, at AB12. And the funny thing about the uh, in Iron Warriors, because I take Hammer of Olympia, they all get extra armor for free. Yeah, that's funny. That's like very synergistic. I love that. That's 50 point savings. Yeah, I love that. Dude, yeah. Eric, if you ever do this, you should. Oh, man. Imagine if you just got five of those uh, uh, siege, those Forge World siege dreads. Oh yeah. oh yeah, and painted them up with Iron Warriors colors and like hazard stripes on the on the armor and stuff. Oh, that'd be so They're pretty tight. Yeah, so that was uh, that was really so that's been fun to play. Like, so the list is literally uh, my Praetor with four Iron Circle and a Mortar Factor with five Box Dreadnoughts. Damn, and it's just like, yeah, who do you want to fight? <laughs> yeah, and there it's like. It's funny because it's just like you stacked into those units so much. It's like, yeah, on paper, these aren't great units. But like in this amount of numbers, people aren't really necessarily prepared <laughs> to deal no. with it. Like, yeah, you like, might kill one or two, but then that's still a lot of Dreadnought or Iron Circle getting to you. Yeah. 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 So that's been a, that's been a list I've been playing. Uh, yeah, so the Iron Wars have taken some weird turns. Uh, but yeah, Iron Wars are all, and then they're pretty much all fully painted at this point as well, which is good. So I've been doing a ton of Iron Wars painting. So the White Scars, which everyone would be debating if I'm finished yet, I am not. 
They are such a daunting thing to paint. The Thunderhawk is almost done, which has been nice. Uh, the bikes are, the jet bikes are pretty much done. The Terminators are all done. Um, You're working at them at a reasonable pace. We're like, hey, man, you want to be passionate when you're working on this so they look good and that's the way to do it yeah they doesn't look matter fantastic. how long it takes yeah so that's been nice uh but not trying to push them a lot and a lot of people again people don't like playing against them even with the thunderhawk just because it's such a different play style right which was the reasoning why i got the solar ox because like it's not fun when you're like okay my turn you have nothing on the table okay your turn everything comes on the side and wipe yeah my, i half my army out that's fair. Yeah. I haven't played against them, so I'm not really that fully aware of how devastating they are. It could be, well, because I, I got more of their speeders, which are, those things are so good. They're so crazy. They're 105 so points, and they have, like, more shooting than God. Yeah, they have two uh, Reaper autocannons, a carry, and a carries. Yeah, they have more firepower than a, than a fucking Contemptor Dreadnought. Yeah. And they can outflank for 105 points. 105, and their armor, armor 12 on the front. <laughs> yeah so just, good just way too good and so, they can jink yeah uh but uh we did have a big game james came up and we had a super mega game it was like ten thousand points per side awesome yeah and that was really fun uh that that was it was funny because double xiphons kills knights really well yeah i can imagine the rear armor i guess uh, pretty if, or the side even I mean. Well, it's two last cannons and then the strength eight AP two missiles that you get extra damage results on. Yeah, and they're just like yeah, an AP twelve. Yeah. So yeah, are they just... tank hunter? They're not right. Uh, no, they're not tank hunter, but you okay. can give them ground tracking augury so they hit on two on twos on ground targets. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then just and just they're super maneuverable, so it's really easy to like get on either side of a knight so be like which one do you want you have your shield on yes that makes sense you could yeah. kind of have them come in from alternate the other like from the opposite directions and just surround a knight exactly which they don't like yeah and if you're pinging the knights with other stuff too like just to make sure because yeah. it, it's easy to take yeah. one or two hull points off a knight from something else and then a siphon exactly easily come in and double up and finish it yeah that's cool yeah which is really cool to see on the table. There's so many flyers. There was a thunder in that game. There was a a thunderhawk, two Xiphons. The thunderhawk was yours. Avengers. Yeah, and two bees awesome. all flying around. Awesome. Yeah. I lo I'm looking forward to the day that we can do a game where you have the thunderhawk and I have like the Ordinatus. Yeah. It's like a Why well, I use the thunderhawk in like... my regular three thousand point games. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> It's 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 pretty it's hard to play. Let me tell you that much. I can only imagine it's so many points. Like the turn uh, it the turn it drops off dot guys, it dies. Every time. Yeah. That sounds like that. Yeah. And <laughs> you can't upgrade it to have A V twelve on the back because you don't have the points, right? Is no. that what it is too? Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah. That's tough. It's so tough. You do, you don't <laughs> even get the turbo laser. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's but tough. That's what I did. So, yeah, the Solox come, which has been really cool. I've already got the paint scheme thought up of it. Uh, they're going to be called the Void, the Void Wolves. That's a badass name. Like yeah, yeah. And I actually got, so, if you know it, I got one of the vampire guys from the, um, 
whatever they're one of the box games that came out for age of sigmar or fantasy yeah. or whatever and it's the dude who's got like the big wolf pelt on him and like the big saber oh, yeah nice so i'm gonna i'm modifying him to be my solar auxilia commander Good awesome so he's gonna be the are you because uh, they can choose different upgrades right like they're no like they're not like militia that way oh really yeah. okay nope. Well, they get access to something crazy, though, right? Can they have like a three-up so ball? They're yeah. So their basic rules are uh, they Overwatch and both skill two. Yeah. Uh, if they're in base to base contact, they're plus one weapon skill. That's pretty cool. Um, they ignore hazardous terrain. Okay. Because they just don't really care about it. Because they have their in the yeah. They're like order reductor. They're like sort of or like urban fighters like. Yeah. yeah, there's actually like they're specific as like uh, boarding actions. Yeah, so they're yeah. they like they're, fighting like, back in space all the time. That's so cool. Uh, and then uh, their morale is actually way higher than you'd expect. It's as comparable as the Marines is. What is it? Their leadership eight, right? Uh, space guys are eight, sergeants are nine, commanders are ten. Right. Yeah. yeah. And they're really good in ZM because they have void hardened armor. Everything has void hardened armor. Yeah. Even yeah. the tanks, technically. Um, I need to get some of their uh, ogrins though because they're badass and. Yes. Man, you really can't do combat. Like you can have a two hundred point commander, and people are like, oh wow, he's gonna be amazing with all that gear, and then you get it, and he's like, I have three attacks at weapon skill four. Yeah, you're gonna you'll be like, oh, if I get lucky, I could kill a Prantor because you've got a good invulnerable, and you could potentially instant death him. Yeah, but then he has no bodyguard, and he's also probably just not gonna kill the Prantor. <laughs> no, Prantor just <laughs> mulches people. And like, yeah. it's funny because playing it, people are like, oh, my sergeant gets in. I was like, oh fuck. They're like what? I was like, your sergeant <laughs> is gonna rickroll me. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so what I've actually been arming them with is double Inferno pistols. Right, okay. I just been like... Damn. Well, especially because you Overwatch, like, oh, you charged me, I'm going to shoot two Inferno pistols hitting on fives. Yeah, they're just like six-inch uh, melting guns, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so it's kind of hilarious. Especially with the displacer matrix, where like, oh, I take a wound, I teleport off the table, and deep strike back on in a later turn. That's great, yeah. Nice, just super wacky. But yeah, so tons of hobby. Oh, and then I started some other projects that have taken way more time than they need to. Yeah. What else? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while, to say the least. A while. Oh, I started 3D printing a Bretonian fantasy army. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty cool. But yeah, it's been a lot of hobbying. And yeah, like you guys need to come up because, like I said, heresy is strong, man. Like, yeah. We play it regularly. We got a bunch of new players who've been really enjoying it. Nice. What, I don't know what it is about you, Victoria guys, but you're real hard to get together for games have, for some we have a reason. Problem. I don't know what it is. You really well, do. Well, the, yeah, we are. The other thing is that I don't have a car, and Eric doesn't have a. Car. It's just like, yeah. 
Um, what I was going to say too, though, is uh, I forgot this in the hobby progress. It's not really hobby progress, but I did order a fucking Fat Matt fifteen twenty XL, oh, nice. which I've been putting out forever. So now I'll be able to like move my big stuff, like my knights. Yeah, yeah. So suddenly I'll be able to be I'll be more into wanting to come to big come out to big games and stuff like that because I can actually transport my like showpiece models. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you're not a fat mat. You're battle foam. Yeah, battle uh, foam. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, fifteen the... twenty fat mat. That's huge. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, no. Sorry, the uh, fifteen twenty uh, XL fucking case. Yeah, yeah, I ordered a fucking large rug as a fat mat so we can play <laughs> mega games. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Persian rug. The boys just play on it in the in the yeah in the middle of the. Uh, basketball court <laughs> yeah we have found uh surprisingly the best way to play big games is not to do a big uh table where you're just fighting in between like where it's super long battlefronts yeah. but you have like a decent midsection but you play long ways and you have waves of people fighting hmm uh, we found the games were just a lot more fun that way. Uh, like your big long range stuff ends up, yeah, yeah, not feeling so pressured. Like you actually have to do figure out a tactic of like getting around stuff. Like assault range, yeah. I remember I played a game with AJ once at his house where we did like a, it was a eight by, um, I guess it would have been an eight by eight. Yeah, and it was awesome. I loved yeah. it. it was I find just it when like, you do oh. like the uh, like the 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 four by twelve, and you just play across the big twelve. It's not that yeah, fun. That's because, crazy. Yeah, yeah. You're in other deployment zone so quick. Yeah, yeah. Whereas exactly. if you play so long ways, yeah. It's weird though because it always kind of feels like you're at this like you're at the odds of the game turns taking so long and also being like well. Part of me thinks that we should play more turns because, like, you definitely should have yes. But then you're like committing to like have eleven days of playing or whatever. <laughs> it's like, yeah. So that's but... why we did like the uh, the the narrower battlefront because your turns aren't as long because you're really only fighting from left to right four to six feet tops, and you're moving right. everything up for subsequent turns. Right. So, like, you're constantly having battles, but you're not battling with every ounce of your army. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you really make your list different. Like, oh, here's a vanguard. of That's the first wave of let's go to fight. Then something else is going to come in there. And now It's also talking... way more, like, cool and just, like, narrative and sort of visually cool to look at i think yeah because like, if you think really about most battles more. aren't a single pitched battle in the middle they're like yeah it looks waves really of dumb when armies are spread out super wide you're like why are they all like beating like this this is stupid yeah they wouldn't do that like you're that's how yeah. that's how you exhaust your troops and they're just gonna die yeah it's fresh troops win battles yeah so it's it's pretty cool, cool. Uh, and like it's really cool to see like when one maybe one like Death Star really like spearheads through one of the point of the battle, and you can see where it's now going to change. Yeah, it's like a battle of the bulge sort of thing where you're actually yeah. seeing like this like yeah the the front line is sort of 
Changing. And you could actually now add more troops to that to bulk it up. Whereas you're playing long yeah. ways, you you lose a side, you're done. Yeah. Mm. And then also it means that like you can use the troops and it's like they're like basically just fodder to protect the stuff in the back, but also it means that things like Death Stars can have more fun because they're literally gonna be mulching through like way more infantry, you know. Yeah. They're not literally killing one twenty four inch square and then sitting there for the rest of the game because they're walking across 12 feet yeah exactly yeah. so that was as well as like uh big things get to do more like when you start yeah. 24 inches away from a titan it's really not that scary yeah and this interesting too in that context because i feel like it's like i've said this before but like i remember when i read the all the order and odysseys rules a long time ago and i was like oh this thing's broken and then like looking at the 1100 point one and thinking that it was broken and then after playing it being like oh it's actually not broken at all because like it's 1100 points and it has one gun and has and one realizing gun. and it can't sit behind your army no it has to be weapon. up in the shit or it's just going to whatever's in front of it <laughs> yeah exactly so in a context like that it's like yeah so then you'd have like an ordinatus that it would have to be at the front of the game like yeah. <laughs> it's, it's kind of cool shit. though yeah yeah exactly so you're building an army to like protect its flanks yeah 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 and so, and, totally. and not, not to mention like the hoppites end up actually getting to use their battlefield role more often than not yes yeah totally because they're an actual backline it also means that things like uh uh thunderhawks have way more of a point in existing because they can actually like move to the back of the table and have room to like deploy shit and sort of get into an area where they're not just like surrounded by literally everything well exactly <laughs> like you could rhino yeah. rush and actually kind of is a different thing it's not like you you could take yeah. two from one part and move them to like a different part and it will actually change the game it won't just be like Sweet, these rhinos move three turns to unload. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I could see all that. No, we'll, we'll, sure. I, we want to we want to do a big game over the winter break. So we'll, we'll tell you guys about that. So nice. you guys want to come out? Yeah, hopefully we can all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's been my hobby: just a metric ton of building and painting. And are you? Yeah, um, I. Awesome. Are you thirty k guys? Are you playing at someone's house? Are you guys playing in the stores? Or we're playing at somebody's house. He's got a keg on tap. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Whoa. That'll do it. Oh. That'll do it. That'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a, it's, it's just a gentleman's club. It's, it's got a wood stove, wow. beer on tap. Bunch yeah. of fancy lads. Yeah. Bunch of fancy lads. Going up there. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's been fun. We're, we're playing other games as well. Like, we play a little Star Wars Legion for a little beer and pretzels. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Some palate nice. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, you guys need to come up and play and see all these new armies because I know you guys want to play against Solar Ox. Yeah, totally. How much armor fourteen can you kill? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's a uh, that one army I made has what is it? Eight times three. What is eight times three? Twenty four. Yeah. Yes. Uh, thirty. It's like almost forty armor, fourteen hull points. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those armies. It's much like uh, 
what do you call it? Uh, order reductor. It's going to be really terrifying for some forces to face, and it's going to really, really suck against stuff like drop lists. <laughs> it's like one over the other. Yeah, no, it's a, uh, it, it's super, super situational, but it's a lot of fun. And it's a lot, and it's very different to see. Really cool, which we yeah, want. And, oh, that. we still got a, uh, one of the guys is playing Eldar. Oh, nice. Awesome. And he's yeah. actually he's just using up that, the uh, uh, the Void Raven or whatever. They're like big transport uh, Lord of War flyer. Awesome. So he wanted he's playing one that that book that uh that fan book. Yeah, yeah. Warnival or Andrew Hollis? I forget who did that one. Yeah, right. so he's been playing the, awesome. the fan book too. So he's joined in the Heresy Train, which has been that's really, really cool. cool. That's yeah, like seeing, in a way, yeah. seeing, uh, seeing Praetors fight Phoenix Lords is really dope. Yeah, that's uh, sounds refreshing. Yeah, oh, hold up. Uh really well. Like Dire Avengers wreck house. Nice. Yeah, just so many awesome. shots. Um, Does that uh, that book ups the size of the units? I assume, right? It ups the size of the units. Uh, you have more access to things. Like, right, you get okay. so much D in Eldar. Yeah. Yeah, like one of their yeah. heavy supports choices has a D cannon. Jesus. Yeah, and it's well. So they they nerfed the D, D though, right? Because yeah. they they made yeah. it like strength ten and like. So I yeah, can't so, remember what it is. So it's almost D like is, rending equivalent. Uh no no so there's it's still D, but it's only like a thirty inch range gun. Mm, okay. On a armor twelve skimmer. Okay. So it's pretty easy to kill, but Eldar have it, and they can do it, and it's only a small blast template. Yeah. It's not like a big volcano cannon, but they do have the scorpion, which does has it has a seven inch D template. Jesus. Oh, they had that really. Ugh, this, they had the one that had two D shots that was brutal too. Like this was yeah. before they got all ridiculous in seventh, but like yeah. it was like, oh, their Eldar fucking tank just makes the Bane blade look like a piece of shit because it fires two D <laughs> shots. <laughs> yeah, shoot, it shoots the power of a war, uh, a Warhound Titan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, there and goes I, your... Yeah. So I actually got in a trade a metric ton of metal Eldar. Wow. That I'm eventually going to paint up for some heresy stuff. Nice. Really it's got cool. like four Phoenix Lords. Just like... Yeah, that's awesome. Just some, just to get some different stuff. And then, uh, yeah, and then we've got... Oh, we bought so much new terrain stuff. So yeah, you guys need to come up and play. Cool. Awesome. Play some new armies, but that's a beefy hobby talk for everyone. All man, yeah, totally monstrous, monstrous. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I guess we'll, I guess uh, with that, we can move on to the main, and meet, we'll get back with it. you with the maid of rift. <laughs> <laughs> We're just going to get into a little main segment about, honestly, getting more heresy players. <laughs> Victoria needs them. Yeah. I, you guys have them. I just I think you guys need to we need organize this. We need a, we we need need a leader. Events. That's you guys... the thing. We need, a, yeah. we need events. And we need a place. But, the th the, yeah, it's tough. 
think I try to get people together. Places, but we just don't really. It's kind of weird. Like we have really nice game stores, but we don't. We don't. We're not game store heads. people, though. Like yeah, we're also just but, not game yeah. store people. Like, no. but yeah. I mean, yeah. It's something. But it's, the so that's office. the thing is, every time I've played Heresy at a game store, I've got a crowd. Well, anywhere yeah, you that's go, fair. You like I, I, me and my buddy James played. He's one of the new players, and he has a uh, World Eaters army that fits in a Mastodon. Mm. And he was playing against my White Scar Swite Thunderhawk. So we're playing this game. And these people come in like, "Holy shit! What are you guys playing?" Yeah, yeah. When you see a Mastodon, a Thunderhawk on the table fighting each other, yeah. it's like totally such a monster. Yeah, people are just gonna country. come over. <laughs> yeah. So you like need to play in stores to get people to come and play. Yeah. It's easier to play at home with your friends. It's probably a more chill environment. But if you want to get new players and new new ideas and more inspiration, you gotta you gotta put the pedal to the metal, like put the boots to the ground. Yeah. Yeah. But that really ties into the main segment which we want to talk about, which is the new box set coming out. We've all heard the rumors. We've all heard what's yes. all going in them. Yeah. But I think what we want to do is we want to talk about some of the new models coming out, not in the box set, and then come back to that. Because mm. I think it will give a give a good idea of what what the future comes. Because like we got the con finally. Yes, finally. He looks fucking awesome. He looks awesome. I know people were compl like complaining that he doesn't have the jet bike yet. I was like, just give it a that minute. That is frustrating, I imagine, but yes. It's only it frustrating happen, because sure. if you take him, you can't do Chikorin Brotherhood. Right. Because your warlord has to be on a bike for that. Yeah. yeah. So you have to make a whole new list. Oh, no, God forbid you make a cool, different style White Scars army. Yeah. I think people are also just butthurt because the fucking like the the Terminator for year for them was in Cataphracty, which to be fair is like I would be kind of pissed too. Like doesn't yes, make any great. sense. Thanks yeah. for the Cataphracty you know, where it's just like stop fucking over the scars with like <laughs> giving them stuff that isn't outfitted the way it should be outfitted. You yeah. know, like don't but... give them don't only release dreadnoughts as their first models to get. Yeah, exactly. Which is yeah. like yeah, but so they've got the Khan coming out, which was beautiful. Can't wait to get him and paint him up. Um, I don't use Primarchs a lot, so he'll probably be like the last thing I paint for the army. Yeah. Uh, but all the new Praetors fucking look so dope. Yes, they do. So good. They really do. They all really look yeah. great. Like the Ultramarines ones look fantastic. I'm not as into the Power Armor one. Yeah. But, but the Terminator like, one, yes, oh. I think for Ultramarines, they look pretty good. And yeah, I yeah. like the term. The Terminator one with the axe? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like the obvious choice, too. Yeah. If you're not taking a Paragon Blade, uh, if he's like a consult commander, you're taking that power axe because the the Legantine axe is just too good of an uh, independent character weapon. Yeah, totally. And then, obviously, the Imperial Fist ones, that... The Terminator one with the, uh, uh, the shield. sword and shield. Yeah, it's really cool. They also made him uh, Heart of Rose, which is just nice that they fucking did that. <laughs> We're smart yeah. and, like, yeah, really cool. 
the and I think the the power armor version looks great too. In that it case. does. Um, one of the guys players we have, Sam, he adjusted it to make it look like he's pulled the sword of the scabbard. So he's like nice, holding nice. the scabbard. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Fucking cool. And then, uh, then obviously, Arkel Tall finally getting a model. Yes. Uh, which looks which looks pretty great. I can big. see how some people are improving it a little bit, but yes. I'm still really happy with it. I think it looks awesome, and he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he's he's a he's a big boy. Um, uh, and it was funny because people really hated his rules until they fully read his rules. Yeah, I still like, wish he was AP two. I think, but yes, yeah. he's really he is really good. He's good. Yeah, like it's he, I agree. He should have more expect. than just his AP. Yeah, he should have AP yeah. two. But like, they're yeah. like, he doesn't have an involve. I was like, yeah, he does. He's a demon. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and if he's be able in to the cast unit of fucking... back, that was a feel no pain. Yeah, and he'll have probably have what's it called on him? Uh, the thing that may give some plus one invulnerable freaking. Uh, whatever the fuck it's called that yeah, second yeah. power like exactly. he'll he'll be tough <laughs> he'll he'll get yeah. he'll get tough because yeah at, he does at hit five, hard on the charge yeah and at toughness five base is it's not it's a big dynamic change when you start getting in fights yeah totally he's also initiative five or six i think he's I six yeah yeah, um, something like that. It's been a while since I looked at his rules. Yeah. Before his points, he's good. I think he was like 180 points or something. He's like that, really so. good for his points. Yeah, uh, and but he's gonna just be a force multiplier for Galvorak. Exactly. Yeah, because he makes them troops in whatever army he's in. Yeah, and just whatever unit he's joining, he's just throwing it over the top, right? Like exactly. Just like suddenly, and he's not such a huge points. Uh, investment that it's not worth it. It's just well, like, he's no, cheaper than most of the Praetors. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. he's probably going to fight better with Galvor back than Praetors generally. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I think he's a dope and uh, it's just cool that they actually finally gave him a model. He's such a fucking right. I mean, what? here's the thing like, Forge World's doing this, you know, of like, I guess we can quickly touch on that. Like, they're doing these other units as well, and they are generic Terminator units so far, but, like, say what you want about the fact that they're maybe not the most, like, fleshed out, whatever, but I really like that they're finally just being like, okay, fans want, like, these units. We want stuff like Argyle Tall. We want, um, we want st stuff like the, the uh, Imperial Fists, uh, House Carls, oh, House Carls, yeah, and stuff like that. Like, yeah. exactly. At Tremantar, like we want these units. Like, yeah, just give people these freaking units and to give them about. a split yeah. way. Exactly, and then it's to split like, them off from not being needing to buy a book to have them. It's like great, and you know makes, what? It saves maybe them those money. units will get updated rules later too. Like, who knows, right? Yeah. They might put out books, and then you'll get like full rules for those units, and they'll be a little more fleshed out. But even until then, even if they don't, like, hey man, it's nice to have them, and they don't they don't seem that bad. And it's pretty cool that they're. And I also it feels like, like it's they're injecting life. I like it that they're giving them um, benefits to not having optimal weapons. Yeah. So like the do the dominators or whatever. Like, you generally don't take Thunderhammers on Terminators. Yeah. But they come yeah. with them, and yeah. they have their, their 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 benefit for fighting monstrous creatures. So suddenly yeah, it makes exactly. a lot more sense because 
Well, I'm not going to kill it, but those Thunderhoppers are now going to stun that monster's creature and make it strike an initiative one. Yeah, totally. So, and I think like I think the Huskarls specifically are really good. Honestly, they like are. they're really fucking weapon skill five. I think the Dominators they're a little bit lackluster, but they're, they're cheap. Cool, like, yeah, like. they're 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 very Iron Warriors. We're gonna take our our everything's expendable. So yeah. Yeah. I can't remember the rules necessarily for the Atramentar, but I do remember them being pretty good. I think and we yeah, have like cool. twenty it's man Terminator awesome. squads. Yeah, twenty man. Yeah. Which is right, bonkers. that's what it was. Yeah, that's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> they could be right Oh yeah, so too, like right? I I forgess we should probably also just I guess for my sake, fucking bring up the fact there's one more Praetor. Uh the Sons of Horus. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Which I am so in love with. I think they yeah. knocked them both completely out of the park. That mace like, on the Terminator one? Oh. I legitimately think that, and I know, like, of course I would think this, but I and it, I think they're both the best Praetors, yeah. honestly, but, like, that Terminator Praetor, I think, is the best Praetor. <laughs> that thing is, No, like, he's got exactly... great posing, and honestly, oh. like, I would take some bits from, uh, um, freaking, uh, uh, Abaddon, or Baden, and put them on right. that Terminator. Yeah, it could be pretty cool. Because yeah, like, so like I, I he's I, so I much ordered... bigger than the original uh, Baden model. Uh yeah, I'm wondering. We'll see. I actually don't know because the original Abaddon model is very tall. Yeah, kind of. People don't realize how tall he is, but like I always put models next to him to see, and he's like he's tall. Like even the new Praetor here, because I've got the power armor one. Yeah. Like Abaddon's still taller. Yeah. But they, yeah, but they like, they definitely have increased the size of the characters, yes, which I think they is, are bigger. And I think that's kicking into which is the main the which were the new box set, where you can tell that they've maybe like scaled up everything to be a little bit more dimensional. Which people are like, oh. I think it's like five percent more, and then they've jacked up their shoulders as well to make yeah. them a little more beefy. But they're not like they're not way, way, way taller. No, no, and like the other thing people don't is like people don't think about is that. In heresy, Marines are drastically different sizes all the time. Yep. Like Alexis yep. Pollux is almost technically the size of a. He's a, only a head lower than a Primarch. Yeah. Yep. He's like eight feet tall or whatever. Yep. Yeah. Totally. So having and characters like I'm okay with characters being bigger. Period. Too because like I want characters to kind of be a little bit bigger usually. Stand like out. makes them stand out more. Like, Exactly, makes them but stand out. I don't necessarily want an entire scale change, which is not what they've really done. Like, I and no. you're right though. The Terminator Praetors are definitely like another level above that. But, hmm. but like seeing Malgahurst and this new Praetor, which are definitely in the new scale, they're not that jarring. They're really not. no, it's not. It's it's not as jarring as people think it is. But yeah. like people always want to rent rave. What is that uh, that meme? Uh, <laughs> gamers want to do one thing. Complain about things to change and never want to change. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but it does work into what I want to talk about for the new se segment, which is we do need a reason for new heresy players to join the game. We had the Kalth box when it released and we got tons of people. Like I know that's when I got into heresy was when that Kalth box released. I bought three boxes of it. Yeah. And those were and then we had the box sets really for the game. No. Exactly. And then, then we got Prospero, the uh, Prospero Burns box. Yeah. Or Betrayal. Yeah, whatever it was. Was it called Prospero Burns? Uh, uh, it was Betrayal. Betrayal was the first and... one. Prospero. Pros... 
Bro. Was it? I don't remember. Prospero, yeah, Prospero, Prospero something. Yeah. Burning, Prospero, burning Prospero, that's Prospero. it. Yeah, yeah. And so we got that box, which uh, got a new another new section, which also introduced Custodes into the game, which is really cool. Yep. Ancestry. But then we haven't had anything since. We've had some sporadic releases and things like that. But the new box set, we're getting a whole new armor type, which is great. We're getting the uh, the Corvus pattern. And it looks, I got to say, like, it's more stylized, but it looks great. It, it does really great. does. It's very much like they actually looked at the art, the old art, and they kind of, yeah. like, scale up the shoulders a little bit, made shrunk down the bolters a little bit, yeah. like, made it, like, a little bit look like that well, classic. Yeah, not to mention, like, they even talk about it in the books that the Raven Guard armor is slimmer. Yeah. It's not, it's yeah. not smaller. It's just slightly slimmer. It's more form-fit. Might yeah, say. it's the Mark Six is supposed to be like a little more stealthy, right? Yeah, and so we got that armor coming in, which obviously gets people excited for possibly doing new Graven Guard armies, which is a very underplayed army in the first place. Yeah, and then we have the the Spartan. That's supposed yeah. to be rumored in it, a plastic Spartan, yeah. which actually makes a lot of sense because of how many Spartans Forge World sells, not just for yes, 30K. yeah, yeah, totally. Pretty yep. much every Marine 40k player buys a Spartan. Yep. And then yep. we've got the new characters, which is, I think, a different of the Sons of Horus Praetor you have. A more generic one. Yeah, I'm wondering. I feel like my okay. guess is that will be a character. I think it'll be Yeah, it'll be like an, just like just like the Burger Prospero had the yep. name characters. Yep. It'll be and some then it, Terminator guy, like... Yeah, and the other guy is an Imperial Fist guy. Yeah, I yeah. think he's Power Armor dude, the Imperial Fist yeah. one. It's way yeah. up in the air. Yeah, and then we've got the it's going to add more Catafactory, which is cool, which I think they're just going to re-release that box, because why not? It's a great box set. And then it looks like the new Plastic Contemptor that's not looking like it just pissed its pants. Yeah, it doesn't look like shit anymore. And I like the missile rack on oh, it. Oh, yeah, the new Havocs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So... With that in mind, we've got 20, uh, 20 Marines, uh, at minimum five Terminators, maybe more, a Contemptor, yeah. and two characters, and a Spartan. Yeah. That's a pretty good box set to get into the Jazz. Yeah. We don't know what's going to be in it. Like We're speculating. And there's but yeah. Numbers, I guess. But yeah. Purely speculation. Like, but what but if that one... was? Like a Grand Master-esque like the way that Titanicus had a really expensive box set, I could see this being that. Well, like, they're, they're, the big, they're finding like, out that people are willing to pay for these $300 box sets because, because the value, value is there. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I think like, the, yeah. the latest, I know there was a big rumor dump that dropped a month or two back. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but it did talk about more of not just a gigantic fuck off box set, which is fine. But also doing there was different levels, right? Yeah, 40k AOS do it where they have the different levels, three different box sets, and it's like one just has a few units, and the next one has a few more, and there's like a big one with a whole bunch of shit in it. Which and with the rumor that the new rulebook is coming in the big box set, yeah, I could see that. Which does do Age of Sigmar and that do that? Is that a thing? Yeah, but they don't have they all their rulebooks are free online too for the core. Yeah, yeah, okay. But you, but so if you do buy the big Indominus box set, you get like the actual hardcover book. Yeah, 
that's true. You don't yeah, get a small one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think the big box set will come with the full 2.0 rules in it, which would be great because a lot of game stores, their biggest problem for selling heresy is they can't sell rules for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now if there's a rule book available, you can stock a little bit of the other units on the shelves for people to want to play it. Right. Yeah. So many that units. Would be amazing. I would fucking shit myself if that happened. And it makes sense because like from all the rumors we've heard, like the they they've invested in heresy. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. I believe, yes. Like I am one hundred percent on board with the idea that we're getting a heresy reboot. I think it's kind of yeah. obvious at this point that's coming. Like And they've and they've and they've said in like their streams or whatever, they it's not gonna be historical forty K. It's going to be a completely separate game system. Yep. Yep. I, I believe the rumors. I believe also that it's just going to be a modification. Of the yeah. Goals. Hopefully give Dreadnought's wounds and shit like that. And yeah. Balance their D weapon. So it's going to be, yeah, just a, a slight variation. But I they there's no point in them having the same game system for no. multiple games. It just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would they just why would they play that when they can just play any other game? So they have yeah. an incentive. So but on that, with this new box set coming out, getting new players interested, I think it'd be a really cool challenge we could do as a podcast and as our, our friend groups is uh start new armies with it from scratch, even as a veteran player. And me and John were talking about this and going from two different perspectives. One, starting from scratch, or two learning how to take the new contents and adding it to an existing army. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, I know John doesn't want to start in uh, a whole new legion. Yeah. But Mateo I... loves loves <laughs> doing, like, small sort of breakaway forces that he can paint new stuff, new exactly. theme. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think it'd be a really cool thing that we could do as a podcast together and as a community together is like show the progress of that. But like new to heresy players and then we can in future podcasts, we'll talk about list building and how that will go, uh, how adding to your current collection with your list building and how you would outfit maybe your squads differently. Yeah. And I think that'd yeah. be a really cool segment for all of us to get involved in and like have uh, uh, like progress pictures of how everything's going, teaching people how to play. Because if we don't get more players, it's just going to dissipate. Yep. And we obviously love the game enough to continue that. So we're gonna. I'm gonna write up some just vague ideas and post them up on the Bocce T uh, Facebook for some people to get some inspiration for maybe when the box releases and and how maybe they want to build up their army. Yeah, and we can awesome. keep the segment going on and talking about how how you do it and and good ideas. I know and I'm I know... excited for the the box set. Like I already own a bunch of shit, but I'm like I already know like what I want to do with a lot of these units. If I do if I do end up buying the big set, like I'm very excited. I have I have ideas. Like yeah, and um, I think that'd be yeah. a great way for you and other players to introduce different ways of uh, using a all-in-one box set in a different way yeah totally totally a new army because so. i'll be that that'll be the thing right like so for someone like as an example right like so teo teo's approach might end up being that he decides to do like 
since they decided to do uh, Raven Guard. Not saying that's what you're doing, Teo, but just as an example, right? Teo yeah. might build a list that is like, while I'm building my troops, because I already have, like, from my perspective, if I'm adding on to my army, I'm probably not going to take those Marines and turn them into tactical Marines, because I already have tactical Marines. Yeah, Teo probably yeah, might do the different thing. Exactly. It's where I might do like my idea already seeing the moment I saw those Mark Six guys, I got really excited because I immediately my brain went to Seeker squads. Which would be dope. It was like, oh yeah, go get some cool looking seeker weapons, which I already really own actually, and, and do them do them all like looking like assassins with like their Mark Six armor and top knots and throw in some sons of Horus heads and give yeah. them cool markings and stuff like yeah i'm really excited for that exactly so that would be the so that's the idea is that we're going to come from different angles to give you guys content about how to start in heresy as and how to add to what you're doing because it's not just and really just give money. probably give like some uh some inspiration because i know that a lot of our listeners right like i have listeners that i talk to on a semi-regular basis right that will they say to me, like, the reason why, and, you know, I get that because that's part of why I listen to the podcast, like, some, uh, like the, sorry, I Have Horse podcast. Like, these shows motivate me to paint and stuff like that because they get me excited about the hobby. And, like, even if it isn't just about us giving you ideas in terms of how to build a list or whatever, because it may, that may not be applicable to you. At very least, we can hopefully help motivate you by showing our inspiration, right, for these units and get you pumped up and maybe give you some ideas for how you would like to use them, how you would like to use the new box set, the cool things that you can do with it. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll give you ideas, and we would love input on, like, maybe different ways people are doing it for themselves. Like maybe totally. some a dope conversion on the Spartan, maybe turn it into a Typhon or something. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. I can't wait for the Spartan. That's gonna be my Right. And that that's... and people are like, yeah. why would they do that? It was like because they sell so many freaking Spartans, man. Yeah. And it'll be a better kit. It won't be wonky the way that the the fucking exactly. resin ones are. Like, yeah. The resin ones are horrendous. Because you can already, if you look at the picture, it's already way more, like, streamlined of a Spartan than it is. The it just looks more, um, yeah, Leather? it looks more balanced. It's weird. It just looks like, a, it's very subtle differences. It's mostly in the tracks that yeah. you can see it. But, like, the top it just looks better. The commander yeah. area as well. Yeah. The yeah. It's just yeah, it looks like a it's much like that yeah. blade, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like One thing I did want to say, thing. do you know how the rules aren't going to change? You can see a scatter die. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So nice to see that. And you that's why you know GW leaked it, right? Well, exactly. Like it's, it's, it's been obvious the whole time. You know, that means you know it's not going to go like like some people are still like, "Oh, it should go to ninth edition." But like that's how you know it's not going to happen. However, it doesn't mean it couldn't change still in quite a few ways to be a pretty drastic change like Stuff like Necrobrite always going to be some scatter. adjustment. Yeah, like they yeah. have scatter dice, but they also have a lot of elements taken from current edition of 40k AOS. Like there is a lot of st stuff in both of those games, but they still also use scatter dice, and they use more detailed 
you know, kind of gameplay. So it's very yeah. curious to see where it's going to go. I kind of feel personally like we're going to see very little change to the gameplay. I think the biggest change we'll see is Force Org. Yeah. That's my 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 guess. I want to see big changes. Like I want this. Like, I think that we're gonna dumb. see. I don't know. I'm not holding my breath. I think we're gonna, and I'm just my gut. I think that we're going to see something that is an amalgamation between Eighth Edition and Seventh Edition. Yeah. I, could see. I think that we're going to see a simplification of certain rules. I think that we're going to see certain rules removed that are redundant because there's a lot of redundancy in 7th edition. Yeah. I think we'll see list construction changes. Yeah. I would like to see um, an overhaul we'll see... as well. Yeah, that's one of the biggest things, right? Like that, like stuff like the way that super heavies interact with other things. And like, I, I think that we're going to see a change to how vehicles work. I think that we'll probably see things like dreadnoughts and monstrous creatures get uh, their own classification, you know, changed. Yeah. yeah, they'll turn into monstrous creatures that have like deteriorating stat lines or something like that. Like yeah. I could totally see that kind of stuff happen, which right? makes sense for that. Like, one hundred percent. Yeah, if you're especially if you're like, hey, we're gonna like try to bring vehicles in line with monstrous creatures, but we don't. And I don't mean vehicle. I mean dreadnoughts. Like walkers. Yeah, not, not tanks. Tanks doesn't make as much sense. But we want them to show damage in a way. Like, yes, it totally makes sense to me that they would do that. But I also think that they're probably going to keep a lot of the stuff that makes 7th edition, um, 7th edition. not 8th edition. We're probably yeah. still going to see stuff like scatter die. We're probably going to see more complexity, complexity of the rules, true line of sight. I don't think that they're going to make vehicle, all vehicles like have wounds. I think that'll probably just be dreadnoughts and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I'm generally excited for it. Even if I am a little bit trepidatious because I just think that it's way too stagnant right now, rules wise. We've all talked about this a million times. Like exactly. So let's let's be excited yeah. for the change and and push push the change for a positive environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's copy old I just want to like that's one thing. I reason I haven't done any hobbying for thirty k is because I don't know what to do. Because I'm like, well, what if shit changes? What if it does? Like, I just want to know what's happening, and then I'm gonna be stoked, and then I'm gonna be totally just diving into thirty k again, which will be great. But right now, I'm just in this like yeah. pattern where it's like, all right, let's see, what are you gonna do? I want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited because, like, this box set is clearly going to have Sons of Horus as a focus, so it will give me a reason to sort of expand my Sons of Horus in a slight way, but give me a reason yeah. to, like, up to have stuff that's painted to, like, my current level. Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. Add and that, another that's going to be a big, of part of, a big part of this exercise is, is updating your army. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think we've done a great job as a welcome back Carter Day, guys. Me too. Give ourselves a little clap, a little clippity clap. Clap, 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 clap. Fap, 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 fap. I mean, what? Air claps. <laughs> but uh, we're sure going to uh, end it on that, and let's go land this pig. Yeah. Dudes. Here I am.
doing AJ's job, landing the pig. How do you, does it yeah. feel weird, guys? Not having AJ end the episode? Yes. A little weird. It actually does. It really feels weird. Because we usually miss that guy. So we just want to thank Eric for coming on to the show, as always. I think he's still, I think uh, he's got one of our most viewed episodes still. Damn. Yep. Yep. Uh, I want to say uh, join us on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Facebook's uh, uh, Boys of the Golden Throne on Facebook. What is the Instagram for the BotGT? Is it just BotGT? It's BotGT30K. Bachi T30K on Instagram. We got Big John West Insta. Yeah, Big John West Hobby on Instagram. Nice. How about you, Eric? Got Wargamer period Eric at Instagram. Bloody. Uh, yeah. And then we just want to say thank you to every game store in our local area and the Spire Games that John was talking about earlier. Really amazing gaming club in the uh, greater Vancouver area. Yes. Super yeah. Cool guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I think this goes without saying, but anyone who does listen to this who ha- who might happen to be in Vancouver and is not either is not aware of the Spire or is just not checked it out and is, and is aware, like seriously, go fucking check it out because it's I'm so jealous. I really wish we had one of those here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can do it. Actually, that was something I tried to get going this uh, summer. And I made this made this huge like pamphlet, but yeah, it's it's an investment. People don't always make investing. Yeah. It is a lot of money. But so thank you guys for listening to the bot GT. Sorry we haven't been around. We'll get back to you guys in the future. Yeah. Peace. Bye.